Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, today we are going to talk about our upcoming Spartan Ultra race that we have in Dallas. But before we get into that, I want to take care of the housekeeping. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next in Line podcast, we would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals so that we can try to reach more people and we could try to grow this movement um, and help more people with what we're doing here and the information we're providing. Now, another way you can help us do that, guys, is by interacting on whatever platform you find yourself listening on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, just to name a few. Um, You can like, subscribe, comment, uh, leave a rating or review on any of those platforms, guys, and that's going to help us pop up a little bit earlier in the search bar when people look for personal development or self-help type podcasts. Um, again, guys, this is going to help us grow our reach and help more people, which is our overall goal here. Now, guys, you can also keep up with all our craziness and our daily antics on social media. That's at Next in Line Development at Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So make sure you're hanging out with us there. Shoot us a DM if you have any questions, any suggestions, or you just want to reach out and get in touch with us as well on there, guys. We're always happy to hear from you, to hear how you're working to actively progress your life and move it in a positive direction. Guys, I promise we're going to talk about the Spartan Ultra Marathon uh, coming up. We've got a few guys that are going up there to join us. We've got Mike, that's going to be running the 10K. We've got Kevin, Lane Divin, and myself that are all going to be taking on the ultra marathon. Um, And I'm super excited about it. For anyone that doesn't know what a Spartan race is, it is a 5, 10, 21, or 50K race that has obstacles mixed into it. The obstacles can be anything from hurdles to wall climbs to going through mud pits to going underwater to go under walls uh, and pass through to a new obstacle it could be rope climbs it could be atlas stone carries climbing over big cargo nets uh, rope climbs jumping over a uh, basically a little fire pit uh, as well spear toss there's a hundred different things that you could have in a spartan race Um, then that's what makes this thing really unique is you never know what you're going to get into now the race that we've chosen to do is the hardest and longest um offering for the Spartan races. It is the 50k ultra, which is 31 miles and 60 obstacles. So it's going to be super intense. It's going to be one of the hardest things I've ever taken on. Um, I've actually only done one other true Spartan race. I've done a couple of tough mutters and obstacle course races that aren't Spartans. Um, But this shirt I'm actually wearing, if you're watching on YouTube, is from a Spartan race that I went and did with my dad up in New York. It was kind of a spur of the moment, last minute thing. It was one of the last days I had 75 hard. Um, So it was a blast going to get to do that, um, to go run with him and just spend some time and, and really experience that together. It was just phenomenal. Honestly, it was a heck of an experience. So getting to do that was, was a blast and I've wanted to do more Spartans. So when my buddy Lane was doing this race, uh, my wife and I were initially going to go out to Ireland, uh, but we had a little bit of change of plans there. So it opened up my schedule. I was able to join him on this race. So I got signed up and here we are. Um, probably a little bit underprepared, but nonetheless, we're going to give it hell and we're going to see what we can do this weekend. Now, guys, now that you know what a Spartan ultra marathon is that we're taking on with the obstacles and all the crazy running and endurance, 
Um, I wanted to get into the prep that I would typically do for a race like this kind of versus what I was able to do. Now, typically I would build up like a five mile base. I would get to where I'm comfortable running about five miles a day. Um, and I guess it comes out to about a 35 mile week when you do the math. So I would start there. I would start mixing in some long runs on the weekends as well. I would probably work my way up to 15 miles, 16 miles, somewhere in there. If I was looking to just kind of prep for completion on this race, if I was looking to really extend out and be competitive, I would probably mix in some longer runs like 22 to 26 miles. Um, just depending on what I was trying to do, take it kind of easy. Don't burn myself out or anything like that. And I would push my run volumes for the week, probably up to 50 to 60 miles per week as well. So I would really work on the endurance and make sure I'm ready to go on this uh, because there is a lot of running. It is 31 miles, like I mentioned before. So I would prep for it in the same way that I prepped a lot of ultra marathons uh, on the running side. Now, Along with that, this is a very strength-heavy event. It's a lot of calisthenic-style work. It's a lot of upper-body strength-type work, grip strength needed, um, and legs as well, and a strong core and back for being able to take on some of these different obstacles and these uh, these just kind of crazy non-typical things that you're going to be doing during a race like this. So. I would also do a regular strength training regimen like I do. I typically lift about six times a week, six to seven. Um, I like to mix in a Murph, which is a good CrossFit workout, run a mile, uh, do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and then run another mile. So it kind of gives a good breakdown um, for a high-intensity interval training style workout uh, that would help prep for the strenuous workout and then the running, the strenuous workout and then the running that is the Spartan race style. So that would be a really good kind of style mixing a lot more of those high intensity interval trainings those hit workouts like I talked about um, and just really mentally preparing for taking on something this hard now that would be typically what I would do I would increase my run volume I would have some long runs in there I would have a lot of strength training probably put on a little bit more size and be a little bit stouter um, and just take this a little bit slower and and more comfortable and really make sure I hit the obstacles um, and basically recovered on and caught my breath on the running side of things so unfortunately I was not able to do that for this race uh, two months ago I ran a hundred mile ultra marathon I had a pretty long recovery from that um, had some not necessarily injuries but definitely some ailments coming out of there um, and struggled with a little bit of my recovery and getting back in the swing so I've done a lot of running on short range stuff I've done a ton of weightlifting and a bunch of body weight stuff um, so I feel pretty prepared strength wise and obstacle wise. However, on the endurance side, I am lacking just a little bit. My longest run has been about six miles since my ultra marathon. Um, but I'm thinking I will be okay. I'll be able to carry through some of the endurance that I had and some of the strength and uh, mental fortitude that I've earned in this past year doing these ultra marathons and some of the things that I've, I've really worked to kind of get me towards being able to take something like this on. Now, that's not to say anything about uh, this race being easy because it's going to be anything but that. I think this will likely be one of the hardest things I've ever taken on in my life. Um, but the uh, the kind of time frame we're looking for with this is probably the eight to nine hour range uh, for completion. I looked at the results from last year. I saw that the winner did it in about six hours and nine minutes or something like that. Um, and the top 10 rounded out at about seven hours and 19 minutes. So I'm really hoping we can kind of get in there, be a little bit competitive, but um, I think we're going to 
probably be a little bit behind that curve. Uh, we're going to see, and we're going to try not to go out too hard and try not to push ourselves too, too crazy at the get-go. But who knows exactly what's going to happen. I always get too competitive, and I come out a little hot in these things. So we'll really kind of take it in stride and see how this goes. Now, so that's kind of the plan. That's the prep. That's the strategy of it all. But I want to get into a little bit more. So the typical gear that I would run in a race like this, I want to start kind of from feet and work my way up to the head just for the standard gear that I would wear. So starting off with the feet, I'm going to be running in probably my Hoka Speed Goat 4s. Uh, the reason I'm running in the 4s as opposed to the 5s, these shoes are really broken. Um, they're, I'm not worried about them getting nasty or tore up. Uh, there is some mud and some other obstacles you deal with like that. Um, but they're comfortable. They work well for, for running races like this out on uh, trails and uneven terrain. I'm going to also break out the new Curex insoles that I've got. They're a low-profile insole. Uh, they'll help with comfort. They'll help with uh, support on my foot. They'll be a little bit stouter uh, for a foot plate as I step on rocks, as I step on roots, different obstacles. So it's going to help me with that a lot as I get into this race um, and just make things a little bit more stable and make those shoes a little bit comfortable over being out there for 31 miles. Next guys, I have my Njinji toe socks. Uh, these toe socks are a medium weight wool trail sock. So they've got a lot of padding. The reason for toe socks, I know it kind of looks funny for some of y'all that might not keep up with this stuff. Uh, but the reason for toe socks is so that your toes don't rub together whenever you're out there running for this long. Helps prevent chafing, helps prevent blisters, um, and some of those other issues that you run into. They're thicker socks, like I mentioned, being wool and being a medium weight. So they also add some padding in to help out with that uh, that comfort being out there on your feet for so long. So that's something I'm going to utilize as well. Next, I've got some Under Armour running shorts here. They're a seven inch. Uh, they're comfortable. They're super lightweight. I actually don't like liners in my shorts, so I cut the liners out of these. Um, but they're my lucky shorts that I run every race in. Uh, really, really like them as a whole. Like I said, they're comfortable, they're light. I never have any chafing issues out of them, never have any trouble from these shorts. So I'm definitely going to utilize those in this race going forward. Um, I'm probably going to wear something similar to this shirt. I don't know if I'll wear this shirt specifically, but something uh, nice kind of poly blend or tri blend that is comfortable. It's going to dry out quick if I get wet. Um, it's going to be something I can wear for a long term without having any kind of rubbing issues or discomfort. Um, next with that, guys. I'm going to use this running hat that I have on here. It's an Under Armour running hat. Same kind of thing. It never gives me any issues. It's very comfortable to wear. Uh, I can put ice in it. I can put water in it if I need to cool down or anything like that. Um, and it dries out pretty quickly whenever I get going through some of these events as well. So it's also a nice barrier for headlamps. So I'm going to be starting at 615 with the age group division. So I'll be running a black diamond headlamp here as well uh, for the beginning part of the race. And if things go drastically wrong and we end up in the nighttime again for some reason, uh, I'll be running it at the end as well. So I'm going to make sure that I have something as a barrier like this hat or a headband. Um, I prefer hats to put that headlamp on so it's not just sitting on my head rubbing or having any kind of discomfort as well. Now with that, I'll be wearing contacts during the race, so I always take a good pair of sunglasses that are light and comfortable. These are my Oakley M-Frames. I really like this pair of glasses. I've always worn them through baseball growing up um, and playing in high school, um, and they've always done me really well. They don't cause me any issues. They protect my eyes from dust, dirt, grime, mud, all that good stuff. So really excited to get those uh, 
back on and, and out there running. I enjoy being out there in my full gear and, and being in comfortable stuff that I enjoy working out in. Now, along with that, I'm going to need hydration. I'm going to have to wear a, a hydration vest and take that stuff with me. It is a 15 and a half mile loop or so. Uh, so we will be doing that loop twice, and I'm going to have to pack as much as I can with me. There is a drop area, a drop in, drop bag, drop bin, whatever you want to call it, um, for us to be able to restock. And there's water aid stations along the way, but the biggest thing is trying to be as self-sufficient as I can, just in case they don't have something I need, just in case I need to take in more calories or something like that during the race. So for that reason, I'm going to wear this Nathan Vapor Air 7 liter vest. It's got a 2 liter hydration bladder here in the back with a uh, spigot that runs around to the front to drink from. It's got pockets for bottles. I'll actually be running a couple of these Nathan running bottles as well inside of there uh, with different supplements and solutions in them as well. Um, this has enough pocket space for me to or put everything that I need in this specific best right there so i can put my gels in it i can put my bottles i can put different nutritions um, another thing i always carry with me in that nathan uh, running vest is a nice tip that i actually got from my uncle robert who's running a uh, who ran a marathon back in the day um, and he was kind of an inspiration for me getting into running in some ways um, he made sure that I knew to bring wet wipes with me because you never know what's going to happen out there. Um, and you always want to be prepared being that you have any kind of stomach issues or you run into any issues that are common with ultra runners, uh, being out in the middle of nowhere in the woods, you want something comfortable to be able to take care of business. So wet wipes will always be a part of my kit as well inside of that bag. Now that's kind of the general breakdown for the gear. One thing that's kind of in between on the gear, um, this skin barrier ointment, salty britches, is something that I bring in case I do run into chafing or blisters in some abnormal form. Um, you never know what's going to flare up when, so it's always good to have something with you. I prefer this uh, to the Body Glide or any of those other ones. There's also some other good ones out there like Squirrels Nut Butter um, and different, different available uh, lubricants that will help you from chafing. I always try to keep something with me. That way, if I run into any issues, I can alleviate it right there. That's going to go in my vest as well. Now, I've got the general's clothing, the uh, gear that I'm going to take with me. I want to dive into nutrition now. So I'm going to be needing to consume about 300 to 400 calories per hour in a race like this. So what I'm looking to consume is things that I can consume in a comfortable manner uh, that don't upset my stomach. And what works for me would be this running supplement right here is going to be Ultraformance. It's from First Form. Uh, it's what I use in my 100-mile ultramarathon um, as a fuel source. It's 100 calories, about 24 carbs um, per serving as well. So it's going to be something that really adds in some extra, uh, extra calories in an easy format. It's also got a ton of electrolytes. It's easy to digest. It doesn't sit too heavy on the stomach, even though it's got some uh, caloric density to it. Um, but it's going to be a good source of drinkable calories and carbs that I can utilize throughout my race. So I will keep a bottle of that on me pretty much at all times. I'm going to try to go through that um, on a pretty regular basis. I don't know if it'll be on an hourly basis or a bi-hourly basis, uh, but I'll figure out the formula that works exactly well for me and I'll utilize it. Now, along with that, I'm going to use gels to supplement. Uh, this is a 
spring gel right here. It's 180 calories. Uh, it is their awesome sauce gel. These work really well for me. Uh, there's natural ingredients in it, so it's not anything weird that's going to upset my stomach. It's basically like cinnamon applesauce is really what it is. Um, but it packs in some really good calories and some really good carbs, and it's a good source of energy whenever you're out there that's easy on your stomach and easy to digest. So that's going to be one of my primary sources right there as well. I'm also going to take a couple of other things with me as far as supplements go. I'm going to take some salt stick electrolytes with me just in case I get in a bind, run into any cramps or anything like that, and I need more salt to help alleviate some kind of issue I'm having. I'm going to make sure to take a handful of those with me at all times on my running vest. I'm also going to pack in some Noon. Uh, this is going to be another hydration supplement, another uh, electrolyte supplement that is. This is going to have a little bit of caffeine in it. You got to be careful with caffeine if you are running these long races. You can sometimes get yourself in a bind with having stomach issues if you drink too much caffeine. But it is nice to be out there on a race and on a trail and being able to have a little boost of caffeine uh, whenever you're down at the low points of your run or down in the trenches just kind of gutting it out. It's a good little pick-me-up to be able to have. Along with that nutrition side of things, um, things that aren't here in front of me, but I'll list off in more solid food form just in case I want to have them, would be having some protein bars, having like Cliff Bars, uh, something I'm comfortable eating that I've eaten regularly and I know my body can process. Maybe having some fruit like bananas out there um, or even having, if I really get into it and this thing ends up taking longer than we think it should, maybe having peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out there um, or something like that that I can make sure I'm able to get some extra calories and some extra carbs and keep this race fueled and headed in the right direction. Now with that, guys, I mentioned that I'm going to have a drop bin. Uh, drop bin is a spot that you can restock everything halfway through the race or so. Um, so for my drop bin, I know Kevin, I know Lane Divin, y'all guys really wanted to hear what I was going to put in mine. Um, and it's pretty simple. I'm going to put everything I could need in there to be successful in this race. I talked about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I talked about all these different forms of nutrition. All of those things will be in that bucket. I'll have the, in, uh, the ultraformance. I'll have noon. I'll have spring gels, I'll have salt stick, I'll have peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'll have all kinds of protein bars, I'll probably have some more salty or carb-based snacks uh, in the form of Pringles, Cheez-Its, or uh, Goldfish, or something like that that I know I can eat and agrees with me whenever I run and gives me that little uh, bit of fuel and that little bit of bump that I need to keep going. Now, I'll also have probably a full refill of water in there as well whether that's in a water jug or another hydration bladder i'll make sure to bring plenty of my own so that's plug and play easy to go i can turn and burn at those stations i'm not wasting a whole lot of time there with my uh, salty britches i will have probably some of that on me at all times but if it's not on me or it's causing problems or taking up space in my pack it's going to go in that bucket after my first loop i'll probably uh, double check where I'm at see if I'm going to need the headlamp at any point um, I'll probably toss the headlamp in there uh, but I'll keep spare batteries for it in there I'll keep a spare headlamp just in case things get to a point that I might need it uh, or it's looking grim or I run into any issues in the front end of the race with that just so I've got it uh, so that's going to be a big component as well just making sure I have everything that I could need um, now with that as well the last thing that I'll be putting in there is probably a towel and a full 
change of clothes. I'll be packing my Speed Goat 5s into there as a spare pair of shoes if I want to change halfway through. I'll be bringing another pair of Njinji toe socks with me. Um, I'll bring some shorts. I'll bring another shirt. And I will also probably bring another set of underwear as well. Just to make sure that in worst case scenario, no matter what happens, no matter what goes wrong, I am prepared for whatever could come my way during this race. Now, that's generally what I have going on. Again, I'm not the most crazy experienced person just yet in the Spartan Ultra Obstacle Course races. I look forward to doing many more after this. I'm really looking forward to getting out there and seeing what we're capable of this go-round. Uh, hopefully, we can be a little competitive with it. Hopefully, it doesn't take over everything and, and we hit the wall early or burn ourselves out or do something we don't need to uh, out there on the course. But I am very, very excited for what we're going to be capable of doing. Now, guys... Make sure to wish us good luck. Uh, make sure you tune in because I'm hoping to get in and uh, sit down with Lane Divin after the race and maybe have an interview and just review kind of our experiences with it and go through what this whole ultra marathon is, if it's exactly what we we're expecting or nothing like what we we're expecting at all. So make sure you're looking for that, guys. Uh, I'm dropping this on a Friday, so if you're watching this one the day that pops out, I hope everybody's getting ready to have an awesome weekend. I hope you got some plans for progressing yourself and moving you in the direction you need to go um, and helping with that personal development process and not taking the weekends off in that front. But guys, wish us good luck, like I said. Make sure you keep up with us on social media. That's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok because we will post updates there. And guys, always be prepared for whatever is next in line. <laughs>